Welcome back. Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister. And we got a chance to talk to Todd not too long ago, but, man, the Pelicans, man, they've been a great story as we went through December and now into January on the road at Denver tonight, then stay on the road for a back-to-back at Dallas. But a very hot basketball team. And, Todd, I hope you had, I don't know what your holidays were like with travel and, and everything going on, but I hope you had a nice holiday season. Thanks, Mike. No, it was all good. Uh, we actually got to – we were home uh, Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day and then wanted to play in the Lakers. That was actually right the last time uh, I came on the show, right before we played the Lakers and won that game. Then we uh, went up to Minnesota, and obviously you've been talking about the road trip. But, no, it's it's all it's all been good, and it makes it uh, even better when the Pels are playing the, the way they are. Yeah, I was going to say, winning cures a lot of things, especially uh, with this job, and they're 23-15 and 15 against a very good Nuggets team at 26-13. and 13. Uh, You know, just kind of tell me what's – I don't know if it's, if you can say what's been the difference of late because of late to me feels like three four weeks. It's really been. Uh, I mean, you could call the the day was December seventh, and and that was the uh, in season tournament game against the Lakers, which obviously didn't go very well. But since then, the Pelicans have been pretty much one of the top five teams in the league, and the reason why is they're doing it on both ends of the floor, especially on defense, where. You know, in the last 10 games, they're number one in defensive efficiency. And when you're getting stops on on defense, that allows you to do what you want to do on offense. And that's get out and run, uh, force it down the floor. You know, Willie Green says it all the time, force and pace, force and pace. And that's exactly what we've been doing. And uh, when you're playing complementary basketball like the Pelicans are, um, it, it is very difficult uh, to to beat uh, if, if you're the opponent. And, I mean, the Pelicans, when they're winning games, it, they aren't close. Um, they're blowouts. I mean, what, what's happened uh, in the first two games of this road trip has only happened six times since the shot clock uh, was, was put into the game uh, as a three-point arc, uh, excuse me. And that's win two consecutive games on the road by 30 points or more. Um, it, it doesn't happen. And, uh, another thing happened that I'd never experienced uh, in my tenure with the team, guys, in the last two games. The opponent's fans were booing their own team. Um, Sacramento and Golden State, it was raining boos uh, from Golden One Center in Sacramento and Chase Center in San Francisco. I'd never heard that. I mean, and those are those are places where they love their teams. I mean, they don't get on their teams. And the Pelicans literally ran both teams out of their own gym. It was uh, it was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always fun when you get the home crowd to kind of turn on them. Um, some some of those things when that happens, it's always a good thing. And you know, uh, Todd, you talked a little bit about it. I know tonight's matchup. Uh, at one point, it looked like uh, you know your four stars were questionable, but, the, but they've been upgraded to probable. And then you talk about not only tonight's game, but you have a back to back. Uh, a late start tonight and then an early start in Dallas tomorrow. Just talk a little bit about, you know, the, the availability of those guys and, you know, the tough stretch here at the next three games. Yeah, well, you know, the NBA didn't do us any favors by, by taking this game on. This was not originally an ESPN game. Um, the, the game that was originally scheduled was San Antonio and Charlotte. Well, obviously both of those teams – are struggling this year, and, and ESPN took the game. Well, that's all fine and dandy, um, but, you know, they backed it up an hour. So, of course, we're mountain time here, so we're an hour behind you guys. So the game is going to start 
anywhere from 8.15 because there's an ESPN game ahead of us. So the game's going to be anywhere from 8.15 to 8.20, which we're going to Dallas after the game. So you're talking about a 9.15 to 9.20 start central time. Well, you do the math. Um, This is a national game. The breaks are going to be longer. The game's going to take longer. And we're looking at probably not finishing this game here tonight till minimum 11.45 central time. Um, then, of course, you know, you got the, everything after the game, then the airport. And then, I mean, it, it's, it's a bad deal. Look, back-to-backs are a thing in the NBA. That's a way of life. But when you look at it logistically, it, it's just a really, really tough go of it. Um, so we're just going to have to see what happens tomorrow. The good news is all those guys are going to play tonight. And um, this Pelicans team, when they're at full strength, is a lot of fun to watch. And, look, this is a Denver team. Obviously, they're the defending NBA champs. Uh, We've split with them the first two games. But here's a little interesting tidbit for you guys. In those first two games, we lost one here. That was when the Pelicans really hadn't figured out their stride back in November, then beat them in the in-season tournament in the Smoothie King Center. But in both of those games – C.J. McCollum, Trey Murphy, and Jose Alvarado did not play. Um, All will be available tonight. So this is going to be a different Pelicans team than the Denver Nuggets have seen in the first two games. And it's a tiebreak game, too. The winner of this game gets the the season tiebreak. And obviously with the West all jumbled up, uh, eventually that could come into play. So it's it's a big one here tonight in Denver. Well, and Todd, I think, you know, just to touch on it, because I know we won't get a chance to talk to you uh, tomorrow, um, just talk about the Dallas matchup. You know, you go back and you look at what Dallas has been able to do. You thought that they would kind of fall off a little bit, and I think it was uh, Memphis surprised them a little bit. You know, you you lose Ja, you lose Marcus Smart in that game, and I think it was Desmond Bain that ended up going off. But Dallas, that matchup, you know, particularly with Luka and Kyrie is back, so um, won't, won't, won't get any easier for the Pelicans as well. No, Dallas is right there with us in the standings, too. So, obviously, it's a divisional game, but it's also one of these games you're going to play them tomorrow and you're going to play them again on MLK Day on Monday. So, it's one of those two-for-one baseball series. And we split the first two with, with Dallas. So, those are going to be important games. Now, interesting, Deuce, that Luka Doncic has been ruled out uh, for tomorrow's game already. He's been nursing a sore ankle. He did not play last night against the Knicks, but they still beat the Knicks, who – came in on a five-game winning streak. Kyrie Irving scored 44 points last night. So even though Luka didn't play, they still have an elite score in Kyrie. Um, so, yeah, um, the Pelicans are going to get Luka. Uh, the Pelicans are going to get the Mavericks without Luka tomorrow, but we'll see who's going to be available uh, for New Orleans when that injury report comes out tomorrow afternoon. But, yeah, no, um, look, Dallas is always tough, especially in that building. It's a very difficult place to play. They are a big-time scoring team. Tim Hardaway has always done well against us uh, coming off the bench. I would expect him to start now tomorrow if Luka is not playing. So, um, yeah, it, it might be one of those games where you got to outscore them. Uh, but even if, you know, those Pelicans regulars who are on the injury report, if they don't play tomorrow night, that's going to open things up for other guys who are going to get opportunities. We've been talking about how deep this team is. And talking about how deep the Pelicans are, uh, I don't think any of them are going to shy away from the challenge. So we'll just see what happens. But uh, look, like, like we talked about at the beginning, the way the Pelicans are going right now, um, I don't think they're going to be, you know, hesitant to take on anybody at this particular time. But, you know, it's the other teams right now are going, my goodness, we got to play the Pelicans. 
right? There's only one team, uh, the Thunder. If you look at your last 10, they're the only team that has done better than the Pelicans. There are a few 7-3s and threes in the last 10, but the Pelicans are 7-3 and three in their last 10. And what impressed me is I haven't looked, you know, uh, too much, you know, deep dive into the team stats and stuff. And so I was looking at, you know, just their team averages. And if you look at their team averages and go, okay, who, where are they top 10? Where are they top 10? Right? Top 10 in steals, four. Right. Top 10 in rebounds, ninth. Top 10 in defensive rebounds, eighth. And and I, if you told me this or asked me this, I would have not gotten this answer right, which is fifth in three-point percentage <laughs> and sixth in field goal percentage in the NBA. You know, I don't, I just, cool. I don't think we talk like, about it enough. That no, well, when I saw after the Golden State game, we actually moved into a tie for fourth in three point field goal percentage, which is something I thought I would never utter in my career. Um, but it's just now the Pelicans are, have a ton of shooters on their team. But more importantly, we say it all the time: it's a make or miss league. When you're getting these driving kicks. When, when Brandon drives into the lane and kicks it out, when Zion drives into the lane and kicks it out, the guys more often than not are actually making the shots now. Uh, they're getting these open looks. Herb Jones is making shots. CJ, um, Jordan Hawkins, Trey Murphy, they're all very good shooters. Herb especially has had a very solid season knocking those corner threes down. The Pelicans, by the way, are number one in the league in corner three percentage at 43 and a half, that's something, again, that we've never said. So we're getting the open looks, and we're knocking them down for the most part. And when you're doing that, uh, it is really stretching a defense because we already know how good we are in the paint uh, with Jonas Valanciunas and, and Zion Williamson. Well, then what do you do if you're a defense when the Pelicans are knocking threes at a 38% and, and getting the ball inside? There, there's almost no way to defend them. And, and that's why we're seeing these lopsided scores as of late, because it's it's really all coming together. But as we talked about, it starts defensively, and the Pelicans right now are playing elite defense. And before we let you go, I would imagine somebody, you, somebody. I mean, the the front that's coming through here is going to come through Dallas. I don't know what the weather what the weather there is in Denver, but if you guys got to fly, right, other than yeah, figure that. But I mean, I mean, that's oh, yeah, something yeah, you have throw, to factor into to get to Dallas to play too. Yeah, throw de icing into it as well. Right. Uh, again, it's it's look. We when we landed last night, it was 15 degrees here, um, and then I, uh, I I talked to a local a little while later, and he said, "Yeah, the real cold stuff's coming in this weekend." I said, "Okay." So we're going to get out of here before it goes negative uh, negative digits uh, in Denver this weekend. But it's going to be single digits in Dallas on Sunday. So it, it, it's going to be cold. Um, I'm probably, you know, it's 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 interesting that the Cowboys are playing their home playoff game on Sunday and we have a day off in Dallas. So that's going to be pretty interesting to uh, to be around a lot of co- Cowboy fans on Sunday. But uh, yeah, no, I think it's going to be cold everywhere this weekend. But. Those those football games are going to be a lot of fun to watch with all those uh, horrible conditions that they're going to experience in Buffalo and Kansas City, especially. Do like watching the horrible conditions. Don't like being a part of it. So Dallas, Dallas, and home for four, and then back on the road as we hit that Mardi Gras season. It's all that the, the Pelicans all always know about. Man, appreciate your time. Love listening to you do the games, and just keep it going, man. It's going to be so much fun when you guys get back home uh, after three more. And uh, man, it's just it's just they're a fun team to watch. And when they get home, just uh, keep it going, man. It's easy. 
No, yeah, no doubt, Mike. And thank you. And of course, the game tonight's going to be on Fox Eight, and that's uh, going to be, you know, a lot of viewers that haven't had a chance to see the Pelicans other than uh, on an app or, or a streaming site. So tonight's a very important game uh, for a lot of aspects, and, and it's great to be on local TV. You bet. Thank you, Todd. Todd Graffinini, play-by-play voice of the New Orleans Pelicans.